This is Andy Prowal for Boxing Social in association with Betfred, and I'm delighted to delighted to be joined by the big cheese Ted Cheeseman of the Zoom. Ted, first and foremost, how are you doing? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Just um, enjoying this bit of freedom at the moment. Um, back training and training hard, and hopefully looking forward to some fight news soon. Let's obviously get into it. first. You mentioned your training. How have you found trying to train whilst being in lockdown? I think it's as long as you've got access to the gym, I think it's the easiest possible time you could think about training because there's not much else to do. So there's no distractions, no nothing. So it's been it's been the best and easiest part of time to train for me. How was you finding like the level that you was training at? Was you pushing yourself away that you would in a normal camp? Was you taking your foot off a bit? How did you find trying to balance it? What while we're in lockdown? Yeah, whilst in lockdown. At first, it was more working on stuff and practicing and um, learning new things and working on things you've been working on. But obviously now, it's got back to the nitty gritty, the early morning runs, the, the hard bits, and getting ready to start being in a proper fight camp. So, hopefully, like, it's, it's been enjoyable to start with, and hopefully, by the time we get to sort of get a fight date and maybe come to near a fight, everything will only just start opening up and then it's easy to train and it'd be nice to have a break again when everything's back open so you can do everything. Obviously we just briefly spoke over camera about of the interview and you said that you know you're back in now with Tony doing a few sessions here and there now. How are you finding being back in the gym? Yeah it's really good obviously you miss the boys. Um, you have a routine it's our job so you got a routine every day we do. You're used to seeing the boys every day. You grow close to each other. And um, it's been good. Obviously, you know what? Sometimes it's good because at some point the training, you ate it, some you love it. And then sometimes you have thoughts and you think, oh, I can't be after boxing no more. It's too much. Too, like, but you never really have that bit of space and time off. And I think that little break that I had sort of made me fall back in love with the sport and sort of. We had to train at home on our own, but it's up to us whether we've done it. And at first, it was like it was nice to have a break, but then in in the end, I was like bang straight on it, and I wanted to train really hard, and I wanted to get back to where I wanted to be. So it's good. It's good now, obviously, to be back in with the boys, and everyone's still with decent fitness and decent level of fitness. So everyone's been training and been on it, and um, I just want a bit of full normality, but. Obviously, we're not there yet, but it'll be good when, when it don't look like we're too far. Well, come on to obviously, you know, that Sam Eggington fight in, in a little while, but I just want to reflect on your 2019. You know, John said yesterday, yesterday to me, you've had, you had a very tough and difficult 2019 with the fight you had, the draw with Kieran and the two defeats to Sergio and Scott. When you reflect on it, what's your overall feeling towards 2019? What's your overall thoughts on it? Uh, it was just. Like overall, it is is a good year and a bad year. It's just is it's like a mixed year. It sort of helped me come over my life experiences I needed to get over, and but um, I had a bit of bad luck with decisions, and I just felt, to me, still now I've got to take it as that in my head I believe I've only lost one fight, and and that's because my head weren't there mentally. But now 
I just got to take it all as experience. I'm still in the same place. Like you said, everyone's talking about these big fights. I'm going to hopefully be in soon. And as long as I keep training, I'll keep learning from all the experience I've had. And I've got all the ring, ring craft and all, the, all that stuff. And so I just got to keep, keep pushing and keep pushing. And as long as I do that, I think I'll be back to where I need to be by the end of this year. In lockdown now, your last fight, by the time your shows could return them out, it would have been about eight or nine months ago. Yeah. How, this kind of, it's, it's out of your hands at the minute with, with lockdown and the coronavirus affecting your career. Is it playing on your mind a bit more? Are you kind of eager to go back in there to start trying to write some lungs in your career? Sorry, I couldn't mean that. Say that again. Obviously, because because of you know your tough 2019, and then knowing that you got the coronavirus and lockdown. If we was to get back to the shows being in July, it would have been close to eight or nine months since your last fight. Yeah. Is it kind of a bigger sense of frustration with yourself, like you want to kind of get back in the ring as quickly as possible to put the, the wrongs of last year right? Yeah, hundred percent. Because obviously, I was a week away from my last fight. Like I was meant to fight in uh, March before obviously we all locked down. So it would have been nice to have got that fight out of the way with and won that fight and then moved on to a bigger fight. But now, by the look of things, there, are, there ain't going to be time for warm-up fights and stuff. I've just to learn the things and work on the stuff what I've been working in the gym. And hopefully now I'll have a big fight coming up, hopefully. And then it just keeps pushing on from there. When you look back over the... the uh... The Scott Fitzgerald and Kieran Conway fights in particular. How much are you taking from them? What what kind of positives do you take from from those fights? Kieran Conway is a really awkward, big, uh, awkward boxer, and he ain't, he ain't going to be easy for a lot of the domestic fighters to beat. You know what I mean? And the way to beat him is the way I boxed, and that is fought forward, dominating, bullying, and land more shots than he lands. And you got to keep it on him, bullying. And I did. I felt I'd done that. You know what I mean? He's a big lad. He's, he's massive. He's come down from middleweight. He, it ain't like he's weak. He's still quite strong. But I, I dominated him for the 12 round of the fight. Obviously, he had good spells in a fight where he popped him off the back foot. But he never done it enough. And obviously, he never had the experience that I had. But obviously, I felt I'd done enough and I was hard done by him. I don't know, you, you'd move on from there. But then again, I've done the exact same thing that Boxing Scott Fitzgerald changed the whole game plan. Boxing on the back foot. Because obviously I thought maybe after the Garcia fight, everyone's thinking, oh, I'm coming forward, they want me to change the style. Changed into boxing on the back foot. Felt I won at least seven of the 12 rounds, at least. But um, uh, like a minimum of seven. And um, I lost, so... It was sort of like, at that point, I was thinking, I'm done with boxing, I've had enough, I'm sick of it. But from what I've overcome in the last year or whatever and where I've been, I'm not back at the, I'm not bottom of the pile again. I'm still, if everyone talks about the top domestic level, like middleweights, my name is always mentioned, do you know what I mean? So I know all I need is that one good win, that one win, and I'm back to the top of the pile. So, and I'm still only 24. This corona has mucked a lot of people up. The, a lot of these fighters, like Scott, Scott and Andy Fowler, they're 28, 29. It's late. They don't need to be having years off, like nearly a whole year off at the moment. They need to be fighting and pushing on. But with me, 
I've just used it as time to learn because I'm still young, I'm still 24, I'm not 25 till August, and I'm still only a baby in the sport. So I've got a long time to, to push to where I need to be. Do you feel the pressure on yourself now, on the back of that 2019, and now going into when boxing does return, do you feel the pressure on yourself to you start to get those victories back to back and to build up kind of your own standing once again, to, to kind of strike a bit more fear into the division and show your worth to it? Yeah, obviously, look, um, when I after the Garcia fight, I come back, I was coming forward, everyone says he's walking forward again. All right, maybe I was a bit more experienced than Kieran Conway. I'm strong. I like, looked like maybe, but it was still a bit of a scrappy fight. Then I went and boxed on the back foot against Cheryl. But now it's finding a balance between both of them. And once I, now I've been working on that, finding the balance when to fight, when to box, not just box, not just fight, to find a balance in the time of the fight, when I need to be boxing, when I need to be coming forward. Once I master that, then I dominate the domestic, um, domestic scene at like middleweight. Uh, and I'm still a puppy, I'm maturing, I'm punching harder all the time, I'm getting stronger all the time. And I just feel like now I've, had, I've come through what I needed to come through. And listen, if I was going to be knocked down and not come back again, I would have been finished by now. And I'm more determined than ever this year. And I think the lockdown done it for me. I think before the lockdown, I was training for an eight brander against someone, a French fighter, I think he's like nine and one. But obviously, the, the record looked better than what the fighter was. And um, I was training hard, but I weren't excited. You know what I mean? I weren't. It was sort of, I just need to get this win. to a sort of, so I've had a win. But now, the fights that I keep getting mentioned to me, all the different fights, I'm excited. I'm, I'm like over the moon. I'm raring to go. And I've been training like a lunatic, training the hardest I have in the last few years. I've just got that bit extra spite in, my, in myself, I feel. And I'm just looking forward to getting a big fight, getting that pressure back on me, getting the, the everyone talking about the fight again, getting the doubters behind me again, saying that Ted's going to get B and that's him done. And I can't wait for that. So, and then go and get a massive win. And then it all changed back around, swing back to in roundabouts to my way and everyone believing me, me again. Let's get into obviously potential fights for yourself. Firstly, with Sam Eggington, we've seen over social media that yourself and Sam are supposed to have agreed to the fight to, to have face each other in, in one of Eddie Hearn's matchroom fight camps. Talk to me about that. How, how kind of has that deal kind of come about when your talks begin? Um, obviously, there was other fighters named to me before Sam, like for for from through Tony, and obviously, like as long as I know Tony's happy with the fights, when he asked me whether it's yes or no, my answer is always yes. Do you know what I mean? So, like, Tony sort of, obviously, before wanted me a warm-up, to have a warm-up fight, but now, he knows we've had the time to learn in the gym. It's been long enough now. If we're going to be in fights, we're going to be a proper fight. And um, after I accepted one fight, we thought that fight was on. I ain't saying no name, but then, um, obviously, a fight got up. Uh, Eddie Irm rung Tony. And said like, well, Sam Egerton said he'll fight. Thing. So then Tony straight away said, well, Ted, let's make the fight with Ted. And then obviously there's already all, was already an opponent, so it was a bit like, oh, well, I don't know what 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 we're gonna do. But now, hopefully, with me and Tony pushing a bit, um, and Eddie seeing the public's response, I think it will likely be on. Because like like you said, Sam said he's happy with the fight. I'm happy with the fight. It's a uh, 
definitely a crowd pleaser and, and it's a good fight for both of us. So hopefully it happens. Obviously, I'm just listening to you there. Both, both sides agreed you want to have the fight. Have talks yeah. begun then? Have you had any like, discussions about Percy's and potential dates and what have you? No, not yet, because obviously I think with Eddie, he's still obviously dealing with the board and finding out what dates he actually can have. And obviously once that sort of happened, then you can push a bit more. Do you get what I mean? What, like, you can push for the fight a bit more. But I think he knows that we both want the fight, so it's quite easy. It ain't like we're both training for a fight, so no one's got no excuses to say, Oh, well, I didn't know I was fighting him then. I didn't, I, didn't, I want to push it back to them. We, we, he knows we're both fighting towards the earliest date, which I think is like the end of July. Um, we're both training and we're both happy to take the fight, so it's an easy one. It's different if one of us was saying maybe, but. It's gonna have to. We're gonna have to need this time, and it's got to be this day. And but we're both are just raring to go and willing to take the fight. So I think it's an easy one. He's just once he decides he really wants to fight, he's got to put purses to both of us, and that, I think that will be the hardest bit. With Sam, people look at him and think, you know, come forward fighter loves to have a tear up, and people look at yourself and think the same. I know you said. You know, he's trying to box a bit more against Fitzgerald and you're trying to show that side to your skill set now. But people will still have that kind of vision of you having a terrible way back to you, Sam. Is that how yeah. you'd expect to fight between the pair of you? Do you think it's just going to be the pair of you trying to just go for it for as long as a fight? Uh, listen, it's got to be, you've got to use your brain. Like I said, I've been working on when's the right time to fight, when's the right time to box. Obviously, with Sam, no matter what, the way he fights, there's going to be points in a fight where I'm going to always have to stand there with him. So it's going to be a good fight either way, whether I try and box or whether I stand and fight the whole time. No matter what way I do it, there is going to be points in a fight where we're going to have to stand toe to toe. And it's going to be an exciting fight because we both can take a decent shot. Both have got a lot of heart. And it depends how the fight's going. Is it either way? One of us is going to leave it all in there. Do you know what I mean? We're both going to leave it all in there, and we're both going to try and get that win. So, soon, like, hopefully, I, listen. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really pushing. As much as I've already had opponents named to me before, none of them excite me the way the Egan fight excites me. So, I'm just, I'm praying and hoping that the fight gets made. Who would you say there'd be more pressure on to be successful in that fight? Yourself or Sam? You're both obviously having defeats on your records now, trying to build yourselves back up. Who is there more pressure on, in your opinion? Who's there more pressure on? Yeah. I think definitely me, because, listen, I've had two defeats, but one was obviously everyone, it was for European title fight. A lot of people say maybe I took the fight too early. Obviously, I come out and my head burnt there. And then I lost to Scott Fitzgerald, which was a bit of a lot of people still do think I've won. You know what I mean? So, but with Sam, he's had six losses and a couple of them have been bad losses. You know what I mean? So, he's sort of, he's always there because he's a big name and, he, and no matter who he fights, he comes to fight. But I don't think there's as much pressure on him, especially like when um, the fight got announced, I see a lot of people speaking to me saying like, I'm the favourite. In the book is already been when the prices have been put out. So I think there is a lot more expectancy from me than there is him. Obviously, he's 
I had a lot more harder fights than me. I've had a few hard, quite a few hard fights, but he's had a lot more harder fights. So I don't know. Listen, I, I want the pressure to be on myself anyway. So I like the pressure on me because I thrive off that. It makes me train better. If if people think I'm gonna win easy and I start believing it, it makes it sort of you get a bit complacent and don't have that as much in you to want to push. But right now. I've worked well, I just want to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. And there will be a point once a date comes where I'll have to slow down maybe for a couple of days or or a weekend off and stuff to sort of, so I don't peak too early. Because obviously I'm, I'm, I'm training really hard and this is probably one of the fittest I've been for a long time. Obviously, we ain't been able to do a lot of sparring, but no sparring, actually no sparring at the moment. But hopefully within the next few weeks, the rules change and, We'll be able to do something in our gym sparring, maybe. And then, you know, you're getting more close to the fight. Just a final thing on, on Sam, Ben. When you look at his career and the defeats he has suffered, what do you take away from them and, and the wins that he's had? What do you take away from his career? The thing is, uh, I look at him now. Obviously, when I was young, pro coming up and I was unbeaten after boxing, everything is about your record, you know? But I can guarantee Sam's earned a lot of money. Um, he's had a lot of good wins. He's won, he's won some good titles. And he's a real recognised fighter. Everyone recognises his name as a top, tough fighter. So he's had some bad losses, but it don't matter. He, he's one of them. He takes every fight that's offered to him. Do you know what I mean? He, he don't um, duck away from the fights. So he's going to have defeats. You know what I mean? There's a lot of fighters who might be 25-0, and 0, but they've not fought no one near like what he has. So they're unbeaten for that because they've been managed well. He's not unbeaten because he's took the risks. And obviously, it's always about reward and risk. And sometimes the, rule, the reward's been greater than the risk. So that's why maybe he's had them defeats. A couple of things away from Sam then. Obviously, you've mentioned, well, we've spoken about that the potential fight between your pair, the pair of you at Matchroom's fight camp. Firstly, what are your thoughts on Eddie's proposal there to have shows put on at Matchroom HQ? Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, I think the toughest part of it, I've been looking at it and thinking, the toughest part of it is getting there on the Tuesday, doing the test and then being stuck in the room for 24 hours. So it's going to be boring, isn't it? I hate not being able to just not walk about or do whatever I want to do. So 24 hours in a room. It'll be very boring. <laughs> what obviously we know that when shows do return, they will be behind closed doors. What are your thoughts on that as well? Having no fans there. Um, obviously, you're never going to know your real feel of it until you've actually done it. You got know I me. Mean? Like obviously, for me, all I'm is that we're fighters, we spar in a gym. But obviously, when there's no crowd there and you're and you're sparring, it's it's like sparring, but someone's got to win. So the difference is you want to leave it all in there and go for like for the kill. Do you know what I mean? Like you're going to try your hardest to to get the win, get the knockout or whatever. But when it's sparring, obviously if you hurt someone or something, you step back and and you because you're working and stuff. But you don't really know the real feel of it until you've actually done it. But I I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to um, show a lot of people. Who thrive off the crowds and um, 
get nervous and use their nervous energy. It could, it could work in good ways for some people, could work in bad ways for others. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to be a part, hopefully be a part of it and see what it's all about. Ted, before I do let you go, I do just want to get your thoughts on a few other things as well. Um, starting off with a couple of your campmates and John Ryder, because I spoke to John yesterday. You know, he obviously would love that Callum Smith rematch, but away from that, he has spoken about uh, Danny Jacobs and most recently Rocky Fielding in what would be another rematch. What are your thoughts, firstly, John and Rocky for? Um, the thing is, I think with John, he's a total different fighter to when he fought Fielding last time. He's a really close fight, and I think John may nicked the first one. But with John now, he, like, just from sparring him, you can see, like he, he's so much different, learned so much more in these high-profile fights he's had against really good fighters. So he's got a lot of experience, a lot of good experience. Plus, he's got his confidence back. And before, he would sort of just go through the motions. Now, he's flat out and he's got that, that spike from his back. And he's looked red hot in his last few fights. You know what I mean? You can't take it away from John. I'm glad to see him pushing on. And I, I, he deserves a rematch. If not, I hope he gets another world title shot. Uh, shot. And another one, your campmate's Connor Ben. You Connor is mandatory for that British title. Wayne, see what can happen there with Chris Jenkins. What are your thoughts if Connor does face Chris next? Um, obviously, Chris has got a lot of um, experience, a lot more experience than Connor. But he's come up from light weight, and Connor's a big, big well eyed explosive. He can punch hard, and he's fresh. Do you get what I mean? He's fresh. I just think he's going to be, be a bit too sharp and a bit powerful for Chris. But it'll be a good fight. It'll definitely be a good fight. Away from your camp, just a couple more quick things. Uh, Dillian White's kind of had his name bandied about for a potential cross-sport clash with Francis Ngannou from um, MMA World, from UFC. What are your thoughts if we was to see Dillian White and Ngannou face each other? Uh, obviously, I always look at it no matter what. Um, being real, if a UFC fighter fights a boxer in the boxing ring, the boxer's going to win. If a boxer fights a UFC fight in the UFC ring, the UFC fighter's going to win. It's just, it's just the way it is. But obviously, the publicity on the fight makes it make a lot of money. So obviously, to them, it makes sense. Ted, we will leave that there now, Ben. I know I've kept you a bit longer than you what you'd like, and you're going to want to enjoy the rest of your evening. But before yeah. I go, what would you like to say to everybody who tunes in to watch our interview? Um, hopefully you'll see me in, a, in not too long in a massive fight and I hope you enjoy um, me coming back on the winning trial Ted it's been a pleasure to speak with you and to catch up stay safe and I'll hopefully see you in person soon thank you for speaking to Boxing Social cheers mate I'll see you soon